Welcome, everybody, to Series Finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch the final episode of a television show that they have never even, even seen. seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Zach. And I'm Jack. And this episode is a very special episode. It's July 7th, the first episode of Stolen Valor, Valor July. Valor. Right here, stone, stone valor. Right here, stone valor. Let's go. Stop it. At its finest. What's your name, dude? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> A special month of the podcast dedicated to our nation's heroes, the people <laughs> that dress up like they were in the U.S. Armed Forces. <laughs> Sometimes for monetary benefit, sometimes just to get a hard on. <laughs> sometimes to get pussy. Yeah, that's I right. Think so. That's, that's right. probably a big benefit. And we are all currently dressed up like we normally are in our <laughs> stolen valor gear. <laughs> I am a Navy <laughs> Vietnam vet. I'm a sailor boy slash Air Force <laughs> um, homosexual. I'm just a Zionist. Just a guy <laughs> with a hat on with a U.S. Israel pin. <laughs> I just want to say I love the troops. I find stolen valor. July very offensive. But, uh, <laughs> you want to get that out of the way now? I'm here. I do. I want to disavow this whole month. <laughs> everything I, month I redact the whole month. We are everything we've recorded. We've yet to we're record. We're shining light on a problem in America. That's right. Humor. We're tackling it. These fucking poor people that need an extra fifteen bucks on the street corner with their navy shirt on. You know, we're helping them. By bringing yeah. light. We're saying the word to end of the word. That's Don't what we're doing. Power. Yeah, yeah, That's right. what we're doing right now. Bring it into the light so that it can't thrive in the darkness. That's right? correct. <laughs> we're shining a light. I am I am hoping that uh, no one will ever steal Valor again. After this month, I think it'll, the problem will probably be over. <laughs> no, what I'm hoping and is everyone know. steals Valor. Oh, so, so if everyone everyone's steals Valor, it, no one does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we're all veterans, then no some, one Some countries have mandatory military service. Singapore being one. Yeah, yes. South Korea, they have mandatory military Israel. service. Israel. Do you guys are you guys in favor of mandatory military service? Well, this service? is recently in the news because I believe Buttigieg said he thinks that everyone should serve in some capacity to the country. Really? Yes. Like and maybe just maybe just what if you know what you can serve? How you can serve is uh, while you're military guys overseas, <laughs> you fuck their wives and a their Jody? girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jody? Yeah. Jody. That's a way you can serve. Fucking Jody. <laughs> Somebody you've once been a called Jody me. The, yeah, yes. you've been a Jody, right? I was called a Jody once for telling a crass joke about sleeping with the military man's wife, but it was <laughs> just a joke, and the guy was. <laughs> At a comedy show, so yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't really at a comedy show so much as a regular at a dive bar. That had, then it became a comedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. show. He, he was probably drinking there since three p.m. and he just <laughs> hadn't left yet. That's to him, point. it was not a comedy show. That is a good point. I would. I never love the veterans though. The vets helped me out. American Legion. I did a lot of programs. I met all the right, president of the United right. States. We get it. You're against Stolen Valor. <laughs> I'm, I'm opposed. But what are you gonna, hey, but you know what? I'm honoring the troops by doing something I'm opposed to because some great heroes fought in wars. They were opposed to those. Thank you, troops. That's really? right. Which ones? Pat Tillman. He was opposed to the war in Iraq, <laughs> and he actually he was voicing his opposition when his unit shot him to death. <laughs> Pat, uh, I'll never forget you, brother. <laughs> I like to think up in heaven, Pat's probably a Patreon subscriber. Yeah, yes. I think so. Um, no, probably not. They don't get paid well, the veterans. <laughs> yeah, Even but in you heaven? know what? The NFL pension fund, I think, is okay. Uh, okay and so okay. if he was permanently disabled through playing football. Do you consider death being permanently disabled? Some would. I'm open, <laughs> I'm open to the interpretation, you know. Uh, this jo week, we watched... An episode of a television show. Now, this week we're going to be focusing on uh, the Army, the Navy, the Marines. I'm sorry, we're going to be focusing on the Army, Navy, the Marines, Air Force. Sorry, guys. Maybe no next year. Air Force. No AKA Air Force. The Chair Force. Yeah. Oh. It, it could be a, a, a it could be a condemnation of the Air Force in its entirety, or it could just be because there are no Air Force TV shows that I know of. Right. Top Gun. Top Gun. That is not a show. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we what about Jag? Wasn't Jag? Jags, Jags Navy. Navy oh. Millet Navy G Law. Yeah, yeah. Okay. NCIS also Navy. What's fag? <laughs> <laughs> it's what that guy called you at the comedy show. Oh yes, he did. Too. I believe. Yeah, it's very rude. Um, so why don't we go back to the beginning? We start at the beginning of the armed service of the United States, the Continental Army. Yeah. The army that fought against the British to win the United the independence of the United States, signing the Treaty of Paris in 1783. And let me drop a little history on us. I We're just recording did. this <laughs> from Somerville, Massachusetts. We are 1.3 miles from Cambridge Common, 
which to this day has the tree under which General George Washington assumed command of the Continental Army in 1775. That's right. So this is like our history as Boston boys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And after every weekend, I actually dress up like General Washington, stand under the tree, and beg for change. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fun to be stolen valor American Revolution. That style. would be interesting. Absolutely. I do it all the time. That's my job. That actually is kind the of The Daughters job. of the American Revolution, bit of a racist group throughout really? the uh, 20th Betsy century. Ross. Yeah, they wouldn't let in like this black opera singer. They wouldn't let her sing at oh, Carnegie really? Hall. Yeah, they, they were kind of nasty. George Washington. Uh, had slaves. Well, he did have Sterile. slaves. Sterile. Sterile, had slaves, but also uh, decreed that the Continental Army would be an integrated army. No way. It was an integrated army until after that, and then, it be, and then after that it was not integrated for like 100 years. <laughs> it's crazy Truman that Truman desegregated the armed forces after World War II. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is. Yeah, I agree. Up. That would be the ultimate form of stolen valor if he also had blackface on as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should consider for the next episode recording. It's a valor. If we were if we were if we were stealing valor from black American soldiers, that would be interesting. Uh, uh, that w- that w- it w- that would be a crazy YouTube clip. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take off that shoe polish. You didn't earn that. I have friends die with that skin oh, color. Oh boy, that's fucked up. You guys like the stolen value YouTube videos? Uh, no, I, I love them. I I find them brutal to watch. It's They're l- so it's, embarrassing. It's like watching um, the first few episodes of American Idol. When people are doing badly, oh, yeah, and yeah. everybody's just uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, or poker night. <laughs> <laughs> fresh. John is fresh tonight. Go check out poker night on YouTube. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, all right, wait though. <laughs> That's so fucked. Um, no, yeah, stolen valor videos are wicked uncomfortable. You feel bad for everybody involved. Everybody That's involved. That's true. I mean, I think it's so funny. When they get, it's hilarious. It's so great. <laughs> Wait, what? Some who people are, you are at, some though? people are just crazy and they're just mentally ill and they don't have even have an idea it's wrong. But it's way funnier when they're just, just so normal guys. Yeah, they're just normal bags. guys who are just dickheads and don't. <laughs> it's pretty great. But you're also kind of a dickhead to call them out. No, you're not, dude. Because you went to a rock and you no. had a bad time, <laughs> and now you get home and you can't get a job and you have mental problems and you, the lines are long at the VA and now some guy is wearing a little you know hat from a, like a gay bar themed sailor night and asking for change. No. Uh, I I sympathize with the vets getting upset by I sympathize too, but if you're if you know, to, to, dude, if dude. You're, Dude, if, if we know comedians who get upset that like Steve-O and WWE people call themselves comedians. They're like, <laughs> Dude, they didn't go to open mics like me. Guys. <laughs> you know, they never drove to Southern New Hampshire to do a comedy show well, in a Chinese restaurant. That's, that's why we call normal people civilians, right? right. Oh, I hate that. If you're a comedian <laughs> refers to people as civilians, you are a hack. You're <laughs> a bum. You're not funny. That's you're a freak. You that's have mental because problems. what we do is way harder than being serving the U.S. For- armed forces. Sammy Davis Jr. served in the forces and entertained the troops. Yeah, and, and he said, black. "Yes, he was and actually true. racially beaten up in the army." Oh, really? Because he was black, it was really? not, not good. Wasn't it segregated at that point? Yeah, but they found him anyway. Oh I don't my God, <laughs> it was not good. That is was bad. he was he perhaps doing like a comedy show and things out of control? <laughs> <laughs> Are you that sure? joke might have just bombed. I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure that they weren't beating him up because he was Jewish? Maybe well, it, was it, could, well, it, could, it could have been because he was a comedian, actually. <laughs> and he was—he was calling them all civilians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think that yes, it is bad, and I don't mind if like if you're a soldier and you see somebody who's like imitating a soldier and you call them out, that's fine. But if you're posting it on like you know World Star, that's an issue. I think you're. You're not being very kind. You should be like, hey, buddy, I know you're lying, and this is messed up. Do you need help? So you want you know? a kinder, gentler calling out of stolen valor. I want a job. That's how we can influence the culture. I want culture to be kinder in general when you call out somebody. Do you yeah. feel like you lead with kindness? I, think, I do. I, think I do. You, I think you want call out culture to be kinder because you deserve to be called out so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> your toxic masculinity and your racism no. and your sexism no. and your hatred of gays and stuff like that. That's false. That's, That's <laughs> why I think you want call out culture to be a little easier. <laughs> I mean, it would help in the long run, for sure. But I think More it would flies. help everybody out. <laughs> All right, so we did turn. Washington's spies. spies. The Continental Army. The closing days of the war for independence. Now, our whole podcast, the idea is that if you, you haven't seen any of the beginning of the show, 
So at the end, you're sort of lost and you're trying to figure it out as you go. A show about spies makes it way more complicated because there's like double, 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 double backstabbing of all these characters. Okay. So I was like so confused. I didn't know who was helping who. We had no idea who was the good guys and who was the bad guys until sort of the end. Let's stroke it out on the Broad Strokes break. <laughs> yes, down. please. BSB. All right. So uh, there's a bunch of situations. Things are wrapping up. And General Washington is doing the rounds to different cities to thank people and like pay off soldiers. And one guy who's a spy is pissed because he doesn't qualify for the pension fund because he's a spy, but he's going broke. That's right. He's not a soldier. He's a spy. So him mm-hmm. going broke. Really what this is actually about is spies being left hung out to dry yes. coming back from war. It Similarly, the problems that. that our veterans face today that some people don't respect. <laughs> and so that spy, and then we have an African-American or an enslaved African spy who was trying to go to Canada and then gets, I think... Recaptured. Recaptured sent back to the South as some crazy enslaved again. And then she tries to get in touch with General Washington and get freed. And they make it. Yeah. That's the broad strokes. There's <laughs> two different spies, and they're both getting the, the, a bad Do you rap. know how much of this show is based on truth? I'd never heard of Cicero, who was the young African-American who was like General Washington's uh, spy. I, I never heard of that. that I don't was know a if real he's guy. true. I think a lot. I don't know. I would love to know if. Well, that's this true. is based off a book that's called The Culper Ring, and it's based off a real network, I guess, of spies. But hey, I don't speaking know too of much the ring him. and a network, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested again today, which is good. Yeah, he'll, he'll be proven innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Lock him up. Yeah, we're we're praying for you, Jeffrey. Yes. Especially and as a veteran. Yeah. Uh, good luck, Jeff. Thoughts and prayers <laughs> yeah. to Jeffrey Epstein. And I hope everything uh, works out. I hate you, Jeffrey. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the Clintons, Jeffrey we- Epstein. <laughs> friend of Donald J. Trump as well. Uh, Yet to be proven. <laughs> it definitely is proven. Uh, Fake well, news. We open on uh, we open with King George in England, who is portrayed as a real weirdo. He's portrayed as insane, which I feel like I don't know if there's tons of truth to this. I feel like whenever you're dealing with like a monarch, a rich, a, a king or a queen, mm. people are very quick to be like, that guy's crazy. Yes. You know? Yes. But he does crazy things. The That's way he true. Acts. At one point at the end, he's like peeing in front of Benedict Arnold. We've got, yeah, we've got, we've got moves, some audio of that. But, uh, That's good stuff. Yeah, he urinates on a bush. Yeah. And, and he's kind of like very... Like Similar silly. to what Donald Trump did to Jeb Bush, you know, figuratively. Piss all over him. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of similar to that. Yeah. King George, uh, he's should be focused on winning the colonies, but it's not going that well. He's losing. He's losing. Gen- General Washington and his group of spies have managed to turn the tide of the war. Mm-hmm. And it's all thanks to this one guy. Uh, was it Woodhill? Nathaniel yeah. or Abraham? Woodhull. Woodhull. Woodhull yeah, Abraham Woodhull. Woodhull. Is that what his name was? Yes. Yeah, this guy's a bummed because he's uh, he's broke. He's got no money and no respect. Yeah, you know, because spe- everything he did was under the radar. So yeah, so people are probably pumped for who are some like a uh, like people are pumped for John Adams. They're pumped for Sammy Adams, the sure. rapper. Sammy, <laughs> the suburban white rapper, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Adams. Sammy is he from around here? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. from like Medfield or something. Yeah. Sammy, Adams. what was his big song? His big song was uh, Asher Roth's song "I Love College." Oh, but oh, his song, his song was, was I, "I Hate College," but, but love, love all, all the, the parties. It was the same song. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I love college. Was it about loving going to class? <laughs> what the fuck is this guy idiot thinking? He just like said, "Hey, don't talk it. about a founding father like that." <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. So it's like. The, the big honchos are getting all this love, and the new continents, the new um, states, yes. they're going to set up a pension fund for all the people who fought in the war. Which but, is great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I bet you But would. the spies, Woodhull, he's not going to get any of that, so he needs a loan. Right. He needs a loan of cash. And so he goes to a British officer named Hewlett. Yes. Now, this British officer, he's preparing to leave the colonies. A bunch of the British are getting out of town because it's starting to get rough out there for them. Which was so interesting. They get to leave sort of nonchalantly. Yeah, they get to leave. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I didn't get that. I was like, why are you letting them leave? Aren't they prisoners now? But they're all British. Like, uh, I think, was George Washington born in England? No, he was born in the, he was born in the, in the Americas. Yeah, don't. Oh, because he had he's to, not be, to be president. But Don't some be of these people were born 
John Hancock might have been born in England. That was a lot really of funny about Obama, by the way. Thank yeah. you. That was a good joke. <laughs> and uh, they all have weird accents because they come from different parts of the British world. The yes. accents in the show was probably the hardest part for me to follow. Everybody <laughs> talked differently. Every single person. And yeah. none of them had the authentic Boston accent Right, of the, the true time. American accent. Down cellar, get me some donkeys. <laughs> hey, George, I don't need a pension. I got one from the MBTA, but I'll take a gift card to Dunks. Well, he Hewlett is a British officer, and he's working with Benedict Arnold, Benny right. who is a former Continental Army officer. Turned famous chef who invented Eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Arnold was a turncoat. He's flip sides to the British because he thought that the British were going to win. I don't really have a problem with that. He thought they were going to... He, he picked wrong. What the fuck? I don't have a problem with it. I, I'm descended from loyalists. Oh, in you earnestness, are? yeah, which also leads into our writing exercise. But in <laughs> earnestness, I am descended from loyalist doc. The, what, the Dr. Mather Biles family? No, the, the Weber family. They, they were in like 1780, were big loyalists. So they stuck with it. They were like, we're going to stick with it. So you know what? Because get the, out of your chair then. The I want Patriots, you to be on your knees during the rest of this podcast. No, the, the Patriots were slaveholders, right? They, I mean, were, they some, owned slaves. Some they, they wanted were. to break off from England, which wasn't Samuel, into slavery. Samuel Adams was not a slaveholder at was, any point in his life. Was he an abolitionist? Robert Kraft. <laughs> 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 All right. There's a story about Samuel Adams being gifted a slave as a wedding gift and then immediately freeing the slave. I heard about oh, that. Oh, that's a wicked nice story. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. Frederick Douglass was in this area, too. He I hate cock slaves, ship. but love all the parties. That's bad. <laughs> Sammy Adams, baby. <laughs> Uh, Hewlett Hewlett has uh, an enslaved person in, in his employ named Abigail, and Abigail is one of Washington's spies. He's in the culpa ring. Everyone in the Washington spy ring, they go, but they have numbers assigned to them. You're right. such a nerd if you read the book Culpa Ring. Like, I can just imagine <laughs> the people doing it. They're beach read, one read a year, telling everybody over cards, you know, and like uh, mudslides that night about these great troops. Well... We don't know if they were real because none of us researched. That's true. Well, I just looked it up. They have a Wikipedia page, so it has to be true. The culprit, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Abigail, her, her husband, her lover, and her son have been captured mm. by the by the Patriot Her forces. lover is not the father of her son. Really? No. It, that's like kind of implied heavily. The man I entrusted with my son. You know, yes. He didn't stick it to her? They also have different accents, again. But I guess the son... Well, did, did and the show actually has an interesting part where the 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 colonists they're they have all these uh these loyal they they have all these redcoats hands up in the air that redcoats oh, are yeah. surrendering and um they fucking just stab them to death. They it's fucking the other way them. around though. What? No, it wasn't. No, wait, you're no, right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Because maybe. then the black kid is technically a redcoat. He runs off. Yeah, yeah. And, and they get- capture him and they capture his buddy. It was yes. kind of crazy. What do you think you guys would uh you guys show mercy to soldiers surrendering as I mean I think you're supposed to the well, rules of engagement yeah as a navy vet <laughs> <laughs> no mercy <laughs> I think you know take them to a prison and you let them go back out. well that was what was interesting too the show has all these like there's an uh, a point where there are loyalists in New York, and George Washington like goes and meets with him, and he and he, the loyalist is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna head back to England if you let me." And the guy's like, "No, nah, just stay, you know, just stay." But it was brutal, and you know what? The Americans they had the moral advantage; they were all hands on deck. In some of those redcoats, they weren't as engaged. But there's another great plan, right? Because it doesn't make any sense if you're in Britain. It's so far. Br- from if you're them. a British soldier, you don't give a fuck about the colonies. Right. So there's no point to die over it. But there was there's a plaque for this guy. I forget what his name is. Right on Washington Street in Somerville, he died at age 67 in the war, and he he just sat down and was ready to get shot. He said, "I am too old to run." Oh wow! He couldn't Where, run away. When was this? This is April eighteenth, seventeen seventy-five, or when? I don't know what day it was. Oh. Maybe it might have been after Bunker Hill, which was actually at Breed's Hill, because that's probably a mile and a half from there. <laughs> yes. Did he kill anybody? He probably did. That's good everyone for killed back then. I guess that's why there. That's why no they were great up. comedians. <laughs> <laughs> All those comedy. There clubs. were no civilians. There were no <laughs> civilians. Abigail. Uh, is uh, Hewlett's preparing to leave back to the colonies. He's like, back to England. He's like, fuck the colonies. This is bullshit. I'm done with this place. Yeah. I hate it here. Uh, Hewlett's done with it. Benedict Arnold is going to go back to England, and he's planning to petition the king. He wants to, like, he wants to win still. He wants to gather forces. He wants the king to, like, commit to some more men so he can come back yeah. and he can win the Americas. The- Abigail, she's really concerned about her lover 
and her son. So she, uh, Hewlett actually tells her when they're in the office together, he's like, I know that you're one of Washington's spies. And she like, thinks she she's gonna, she freaks, she freaks out. She thinks she's going to get killed. But he's like, actually, no, I'm not going to have you killed. We're both spies. We both do what we got to do. And he Wait, actually Hewitt was a spy too. Yeah, yeah. For against the British. Yes, oh. I guess so. I mean, he reveals that while wearing his red coat. Yeah. So the black girl and the the British guy were both against the red coats. I have yeah. no idea. Yes, he was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but Abigail gives Hewlett a letter, a letter to try to uh, to try to get to General Washington, oh. so that they will be able to release uh, his her lover and his her son Cicero. Yes. I forgot my sweet potatoes in the oven. I need to go turn the oven I off. I can smell them, yeah. Yeah, they smell good. Okay, so <laughs> so Jack's over there getting his burned potatoes, and we're in the office with Hewlett and, Cicero, and Abigail. Yes. Would you be a slave? I mean, not a slave. Oh my god! What a ridiculous you, question! What a you, crazy question! Man, would you we gotta wait for Jack to come back to sort of, <laughs> to sort of pitch that. The if they if they if they <laughs> push me, a spy? if they get, if they push the piece of paper across the desk, it said <laughs> slave. Yeah, check. No, yeah, no. Once, I mean, would you be check a spy? Yes or no? I would go and no. check. No, spy, I'm gonna say spy. no. It was a misspeak. My my <laughs> mind was moving at different paces. I mean, would you be a spy, slave? You don't have a choice. Horrible, sordid stain of America's past. I hope you all read Frederick Douglass's letter on July. 4th. I hope you all read the Culper Ring, the book about this that that Zach says you're a nerd for reading. You missed it. You missed the the dumbest would thing you, that Zach's ever said. I mean, would you be a spy? He goes. He goes to me. Would you be a slave? <laughs> <laughs> man, would you be a spy? Sexually, yes, I would be. <laughs> oh, it man. would be very hot. You could lock up my clitty in one of those little plastic. <laughs> how do, you, how do your potatoes look? They're burnt to fuck. Oh. Uh, they, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no good. What a dumbass. Uh huh. So you would prefer to be a slave, Zach? No, no, no. I didn't say that. It's horrible. I can't even joke about it. Um, uh, right. Would you be a spy for the? Would you be a spy for the for the uh, the Continental Army? I mean, um, your family were loyalists. They had the opportunity to be spies. Yeah. Yeah, but they just got in with the good guys. But they were in Canada, so I don't really know. Nova if Scotia. Wh- how do you know they were loyalists? How do you do- what? Who because were they related to? okay, if you have an ancestor from seventeen hundred, mm-hmm. as we all do, there are probably two thousand people who also have that ancestor, right? Oh, really? So one in two, one of those two thousand people, this doctor made a huge website and got wicked into genealogy with like every single person in my grandfather's family. So he just figured it out. Oh, that's kind of sick though. And nice. did like some research. Do you okay. feel like a total scumbag? No, I feel like a hero. And <laughs> Because one of the reasons I feel grateful to be a loyalist is that Americans have good teeth and are too trusting of dentists. And I famously think dentists are scam artists. Right. Okay. And British people don't visit the dentist. And I respect that <laughs> as part of my heritage. Nice. Do you feel like a slave? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, wait, though. Were you... Um, so, Benedict Arnold, he's like... Dis- he has such a weird character. Why did they let him leave? Like... If you found out that you were against your army, like I, it's one thing to let a soldier go that you know is like a red coat or whatever. It's like, all right, see you later, buddy. Have fun in Britain. But if you're a traitor, that's like even worse. Especially yeah, because they say the revolution never ends, and then they allude to the War of 1812, which you, follows this up. Yes, mm-hmm. they probably are uh, in areas that are not controlled by the Continental Army. They're probably leaving these areas because they know that the Continental Army is like soon to come and take these areas. So they're right. like... We're gonna get out of here now. Hewlett's gonna leave permanently. Hewlett actually meets with uh, with Nathaniel Wood with uh, Woodhill, and uh, he asks him for a loan. He needs money from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got no money. It's it's painful. He, he wants to he wants to farm cabbage. Right. Which he had lost his previous crop to maggots. To maggots. To, maggots. to MAGA fans. A <laughs> <laughs> bunch of red hats yeah. came by mm. and they dug it. They dug it all up. They and put nooses it, around yeah. the cabbage. And they back. went. They went. <laughs> They went, uh, Americans will not replace us. <laughs> um, so, you know what was interesting? They show the king. The king is showed as like a very whiny man. That's he, true. Let's he, listen he, on that right now. Yeah. The column is, I can win them for you. With a reinforcement of 20,000 men, I can keep the rebels at heel. Mm. The column is. That was Frederick's folly. Freddy's fault. 
Now we have young Bill, young handsome Bill. Did you know Andre? Young handsome Andre. <laughs> they taken the tales of his sacrifice. I only met him once, Your Majesty. Flower of England, he was. Young and daring and struck down in his prime. What's this? What is this? It's salvias. They're thirsty. Come on, bring them some water. Water! I see it! <laughs> Quickly! Hot. Bloody. Sod it. I'll water them myself. Ah, That's a little piss on the flowers. Andre. We were pleased to make his brother a baronet in his honor and award his dear, dear mother a stipend. Have you heard Benedict Arnold is jealous. Of Major <laughs> by Mrs. Seward, the poetess. Oh, Benedict's having a flashback that he, he's about to possibly shoot the Britannia. king. Quite moving. I've decided to incorporate it into his monument. Monument? Yeah. This is a long piss. A marble cenotaph at Westminster Abbey, sculpted by Van Gelder. Nice. It's a long clip. <laughs> it's only half, it's, we're a third of the way through it. Oh. <laughs> the inscription is to read, he fell a sacrifice to his zeal for his king and his country. Now, look at this. This poor thing's starving of moisture as well, isn't it? Look at it. Bring some more water here. Where are you? Water! <laughs> I love the water yelling. <laughs> In that clip, Benedict Arnold is considering assassinating King George. You guys think that really happened? No. No, I think that's pure historical fantasy. This would this would have been amazing, though. If Benedict Arnold had killed the king to, like... Gain back some favor in America. That would have been sick as be fuck. Very interesting. That yes. would have been crazy. I, I doubt he would have escaped. He probably would have gotten. He, no, he would have gotten killed. He yeah. would have gotten killed, and then. But he would have been a hero. And then England would have killed America. They would have been like, okay. It would have been an act of declaration of war. Again. Right. They well, the war been, was already on. Right. Right. But. But it was wrapping up. England would have been like, <laughs> holy fuck. That was messed up. We're Maybe. coming at you hard and heavy now. Well, People they might have been like, thank God we got rid of that freak. <laughs> <laughs> he was a freak. People really, uh, they hate Benedict Arnold these days, but now they would have loved him if he, had, if he had shot King George in the head while he was taking a piss on a flower. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird... Water! Water, I said! <laughs> um, Cicero and uh, Akimbaye... Well, these two, uh, these two black men who are captured. They are. Have you ever been a, a spy, or do you know any uh, of your ancestors that were spies? Oh, like yeah. have I done any like research into my like ancestry, ancestry? to yeah. like find out about like famous heroes or unsung heroes of the American Revolution? <laughs> oh yeah. well, I did because, as you know, mine's not uh, fabricated; it's fully. True. Wow, <laughs> exciting. I want to hear about it. Do you want to hear about it? I'll tell you mine. I'm just scrolling down to read mine. Hold <laughs> so on. I got it right now. Okay. Ready? Oh, here we go. This is the writing okay. assignment. So folks. my <laughs> ancestor, Gabriel DeVever, was a loyalist in New Brunswick, Canada. He fought proudly with the Redcoats. George and his founding George Washington and his founding father, friends, were all racist scum. So my great grandpa fought for the British. Also, he loved paying taxes and hated drinking tea, so he had no sympathy for the American cause. <laughs> I have a feeling young Andrew Yang would have also been a loyalist, as he <laughs> loves taxes and hates circumcision. Two red coat <laughs> ideals. Old granddaddy DeVever was a relative of mine, so he had low tea and was not fit for battle. <laughs> Instead, he decided to service the servicemen by opening up a moving brothel that traveled Ooh. from battlefield to battlefield. Whoa, As sex work is the ultimate feminist move, it is safe to say that great granddaddy DeVever was probably the first feminist, and <laughs> he... Not Harriet Tubman should be on the $20 bill. Wow, I love that idea. That's great. So I did a little what a research. Hero. Yes, what was his name? Gabriel. Gabriel. Nice. After and he was a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't steal Valor as a sex worker. He was more of like the front desk guy. <laughs> he never really mm. dabbled in it He's himself. a Bob Kraft type. Yeah, okay. yeah, he knew his way around an orchid, but... Uh, <laughs> So after doing some research, I was able to find out that my great, 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 great aunt, 
participated in the Revolutionary War. She was a spy for the Patriots. New Her, England? Yeah, no. For the... What were we called? Patriots at that Well, point? the Patriots did have that Spygate scandal, okay. so I was confused. No. <laughs> they are known to steal signals she from She was the New a York spy Jets. for... Everyone knows who you're talking about. <laughs> the Patriots. Her name was Jane Fingerpuss. What? <laughs> <laughs> she has a unique place in the history books as the first person to ever be openly bisexual. Wow. Yeah. George Washington and John Hancock thought this could be a very useful in getting some information in from different loyalists because loyalist women famously had two pairs of loose lips. <laughs> <laughs> George Washington went to my aunt with a plan to seduce the British Army's General Cornwallis's wife, Jemima Tulkins. <laughs> that was her name. Who people believed had dabbled in the game of flats. Really? Is this true? That's of course it is. No. Yes, it is. Th- that's what they call being lesbians back then. The game, the of, game flats? of flats. Why? Because nice. flat mound? Two pussies on each other. Dang, brother. Yeah. Where'd you learn that? I Googled it. <laughs> My aunt said, of course. But when she got her chance and Jemima had her pussy ready to be eaten, <laughs> Jane told her she had never actually slept or touched a woman sexually. <laughs> And was in a monogamous relationship with a man for 12 years. <laughs> and very happy in that. Wow. Yes. This Just sound, like today. Yeah, this sounds nothing like the bisexual <laughs> I know. When Jemima pushed her on why she considered herself bisexual, <laughs> that Jane freaked out and called her a bigot. <laughs> when people found out that Jemima had questioned another person's bisexuality, she was taken out of her house by an angry mob and tarred and feathered. <laughs> My Aunt Jane Fingerpush should go down in the history books as a feminist superstar and considered the founding mother of cancel culture. Wow, what a great uh, <laughs> look back into our history. That's hilarious, my History dude. repeats itself. Recently, I, uh, I did send some DNA to a private company so I could learn about my history. <laughs> the company was called 24 and Whore, and it uses advanced <laughs> DNA analytics to determine if any of her ancestors have ever been prostitutes. The instructions said I only had to send a small sample of saliva, but to be safe, I sent saliva, (laughs) semen, urine, and poo-poo and blood in a sample that overflowed the vial. They sent me back a letter telling me all about one of my famous ancestors and also banning me from their service for the rest of my life. But it was worth it to learn all about my ancestor, Josiah Prudence Rivera. Josiah grew up in Boston during the 18th century. He went to Boston Latin School as best friends with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Together, Benjamin Franklin and JP developed plans for a copper ring fashioned by metal worker Paul Revere that would slip over the penis for harder oh and longer God. erections. <laughs> Josiah loved the metal ring and wore it when everyone head out to the combat zone to cook up with British soldiers <laughs> of the 14th and 29th Regiment stationed in Boston in the September of 1768. The British soldiers loved Josiah and his ring, and when JP was around, they weren't just redcoats, they were also white faces. (laughs) (laughs) Josiah started hooking up regularly with a British captain named Thomas Preston. They shared many winter nights in Preston's room where Josiah would fix his bayonet and charge for hours at a time. (laughs) Captain Preston was in love, but JP had a side piece, a strapping <laughs> black man named Crispus Attucks. Ooh, One Crispus. night in the March of 1770, Captain Preston and his men were controlling <laughs> a crowd of demonstrators and shouting that red lives matter when Thomas <laughs> Preston <laughs> spotted Josiah and Crispus arm in arm giggling like schoolgirls. Preston was overcome with rage and ordered his soldiers to fire into the crowd. Josiah leapt out of the way, but Crispus fell to the ground, clutching his badly wounded penis. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah tried to tend to the wound with mouth care, but it was no use. (laughs) Crispus died right there, and Preston was arrested. Captain Thomas Preston was found not guilty after he was defended by John Adams and Josiah uh, Quincy. And Josiah... I should have said that. (laughs) Josiah Prudence Rivera fainted from shock and also from wearing his cock ring for too long. (laughs) Josiah Prudence Rivera was distraught, and he swore revenge on his former lover. He secretly boarded a ship that was transporting Preston back to England and disguised, disguised himself as a beautiful lady. He snuck into Preston's quarters and tried to kill him, but Preston, disgusted by the woman in his cabin, <laughs> shoved the disguised Josiah out of the window into the ocean where Josiah was picked up by the gay pirate from Black Sails. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, go that's, watch Black Sails if you haven't listened amazing. to it. <laughs> Listen to Black Sails episode. It's mm. way back there, but it's really interesting. Yes. Um... Damn, dude, a lot of spy talk. 
Do you think spies are inherently interesting? Do you find like James Bond, Jason Bourne? Do you like that type of stuff? I do. I do think it's interesting. It's because people put themselves in really perilous situations, right? And you also they have to be like actors. They have to like pretend, you know. What do you think about cops undercover? Cops undercover. Uh, I think you like getting undercover with cops. I think it's great. Blue lives matter. We gotta <laughs> continue the drug war and fight it until it's won. Have you also boycotted Ben and Jerry's for their statements in 1991 about police what did, brutality? What did they say? I don't know. There's some old school cops who don't drink, eat Ben and Jerry's because they did something in the 90s they related said, to they, a cop. Oh, situation. really? Yeah, they created. They uh, um, created ice cream for Ice T's cop killer. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but then they got but they got back together, right? Because then they created ice together. The cops and Ben and Jerry. <laughs> they that was a joint effort to create ice. <laughs> yes, that's yes. true. Yeah, yep. I uh, think that's what it is. Yeah, no, the spy stuff. I don't think it's, it's very interesting because it's a lot of just paperwork. You know, it's a lot of like mail and missions. You got to go undercover for. A but while. You, the mission is like, um, w- like become friends with a guy and then like let have him tell you some hey, information. Sopranos. We've seen spies. I know, but I don't think it's like that interesting of a subject. You know, I don't think that like. How would you gain the trust of your mark? Because I'm a friendly guy, you know. Okay. I, I, it would be very easy. You well, probably right, offer to drive a, him to the airport. Let's put you yeah. in a situation. <laughs> you're at the mark. You're you're trying to get close to your mark, and you guys are at a tavern, and you're drinking. And he <laughs> slides some whiskey over to you, and he says, "Hey, take a shot. We're celebrating the birth of my daughter." You probably can't. You probably cannot be in recovery and be a spy. Damn. Uh, I guess that means people in recovery. Are liquor pretty does make people trust you. Yes. It develops a sense of false sense of trust. Uh, A true sense of trust. (laughs) A real There's a famous saying with the writer, that writer from Ireland that's like, I don't trust anybody who doesn't drink or something like that. Because they can't, they're always in control. Are you sure it wasn't James Joyce and it wasn't... (laughs) 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 Um, I'm trying to think. What else interesting happened? You know, what's what's the kid from? Is that Billy Elliot, the the main guy? Billy Elliot. Oh, the guy, the the actor. Yes, I don't know. Maybe I thought it was. You have to look that up. You have yeah, to look yeah. Why you look that up? Uh, the, speaking of the main actor Woodhull, he uh, he is desperate to get to George Washington because he's like, if I get to Washington, Washington will be able to uh, to to get me some of the money I need so I can plant my crops so that I don't end up like on the streets. Yeah. And eventually, he does win an audience with George Washington. They have a nice dinner. George has a party to honor him. Yeah. Yes. They have a, everyone's. Uh, George comes into town. Everyone. He has a parade. Everyone's like, "You're the best, George Washington. We love you." Mm, they have a nice pumped. dinner together. It must have been so sick. Yeah, he w- that is Billy Elliot. Oh, cool. Damn, how cool is that? And then uh, at the, the towards the end of the dinner, George Washington and Nathan- Abraham Woodhull, they uh, they talk in private. This scene's crazy because he made a real scene. What is your crop? Cabbage. <laughs> Deceptively simple. I tested it at Mount Vernon once, but our soil has an understratum of hard clay impervious to water. Uh, water isn't my problem. It's the, uh, the maggots. Worse than fungus. <laughs> the maggots are worse than fungus. But if I can plant later in the fall, maybe I can avoid them. Who told you this? Robert Rogers. One hundred and fifty-four pounds, fifteen shillings, and ten pence. Correct. I thought you had to ask Congress. I know what it is to see your land in need. I made no money from my estate during the war, and brought none home with me. I nearly had to sell Mount Vernon, which would have been too great a loss to bear. But you have already suffered such. Uh, no, no. This is, uh, this is your own. I can't accept this. It was a very hard lesson, but I have learned well. A failure to settle accounts can turn friend to foe. Damn. That's Th- true. That's got to be a callback. the payment of a debt is freedom felt by all. That must be about Benedict you Arnold. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> the borrower slave to lender. 
He starts Our crying. Our country owes its life to heroes whose names it will never know. It's incredible that he said that in the last episode. It really worked out. <laughs> yeah, this scene's actually kind of wild because it's very uncomfortable. Everybody's just enjoying their dinner. It's beastly yeah. what this guy does. And he doesn't want to be honored. He doesn't want to be feted. He just wants to be paid. Winter so he can wants move that on. cash, bro. Yes, he literally just calls out George Washington. It's just like, it you seems need to like pay it's in front of everybody. It it's seems like it's rude. You know? Yeah, it did seem rude. I didn't like it. It's no respect to the office of the president, similar to some people refusing to come eat Big Macs with Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, people are super gracious to George Washington. They call him your excellency. Oh, yeah, they yeah. defer which, to him. Wh- like a king, which is, like, not cool. The loyalists seem to do that. Like, the, the there's a guy who... Owns bought, a tavern? Yeah, he owns the tavern. and Because I think, he, he muscles uh, Abraham out of it. Yeah. Abraham needs money, so he, like... He basically pawns the tavern to this guy for yeah. nothing. It seems like there's a, there's a few people that played both sides during the war. And this guy, he Bisexuals does. of conflict, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the game of flats. Yes. <laughs> and he talks to Washington, and he's like, Oh, oh, loyalist, my seat, my liege. You know, it's very lame. And um, George is like, won't have any. Was George Washington a good president? Um, he had two yes. terms. Yes. I mean, just the fact that he only served two terms is pretty impressive. He could have served for the, as long as he wanted. Why did he decide to do that? Because he didn't want to be a king. Yeah, people say that he didn't want to be a king. He must Um, have been old at that point. Yes, he was. He prob- probably was. He probably had dementia. But <laughs> yeah. He died like not that long after that. Oh, okay. So yeah. if he, so he had two. Terms. He was sterile too. You say, huh? Why do you say that? I say that because Martha Washington had children, so she was not barren, unless she had gotten a botched abortion that maybe affected her fertility later. <laughs> but uh, George, six foot three, yes. pretty tall. Not that tallness has to do with infertility, but it's interesting <laughs> to know. And no children. No biological children. Wait, how did she have kids then? Martha. Maybe he just always... Previous bu- marriage. What? Did that guy die? He Thanks. must have. No. Yeah, no, yeah. It, no, it was yeah. probably a widow he situation. Actually, no, 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 no. It's not true. Actually, he lived with them as a cucking thing. <laughs> oh, he got really a into thruple. it. Yeah. Wow. They were, they were an early poly couple. <laughs> thruple. <laughs> And he got off on watching a six foot three man pound his wife, but not be able to impregnate her. Yeah. So I'm thinking George had to because he wasn't using birth control. You, you know? don't know that he could have been using the copper piece, or maybe the pullout <laughs> method. Yes. Maybe George loved pulling out. That could but be it. Why would he not love? Why would he not want to have a kid? You know? Because maybe he was so obsessed with not being considered a king, he didn't want to start a monarchy. You know? That's an interesting take. M- maybe he was like, if I have a children, they're g- if I have childs, damn, I fucked up both sides. <laughs> <laughs> if I have children, then they're going to be entitled to things that they don't deserve. But that did not stop John Adams. Didn't stop George H.W. Bush. John Adams scumbag. George H.W. Bush war criminal. War <laughs> hero. War hero. <laughs> Wait, which was the one from 2000s? George W. He considered a war criminal to some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What he do you think? He didn't serve. George H.W. flew in a plane and got shot down. In Vietnam? Yeah. No, in WW2. Really? Yeah. Well, how was it shot down? Like this? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that sounded wet and gross. <laughs> That's what his engine sounded like, You're too. You're nasty, pun. <laughs> he was gross. <laughs> it's gross as <laughs> hell. All right. Let's rock a role play. No, no, we got to give our Deepak Chopra. Our Deepak Chopra. Oh, the Deepak Chopra moment. Yeah, stolen Valley July. I loved the environmental shots of a rural and sparse America Ah. because I do think America is the greatest land on earth from sea to shining sea. See the shining sea. (laughs) Yeah, but not propaganda. propaganda. Not because of our people. Not because of our government. But because we have beautiful, beautiful landscape. We got natural forests. We got canyons. Yep. You know, it's not the people that makes the country great. It's just the land we're on. Yes, I agree with that 100. percent Which is stolen land from the Wampanoag. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Give it back. My Deepak Chopra moment was the beautiful letter that Abraham Woodhull writes to his son. Who was killed in the War of eighteen twelve? I always like when shows like this close out with like a letter, yes. like a voiceover. It makes it just wraps up really nicely. And his son is really beautiful, and he's fun, and he's having a good time. But then you realize that he's gonna die later. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of sad. It was fucked up. It all ends with like this 
the yeah, the child that he's playing with, you find out doesn't even live as long as his dad. Yeah, it was sad, agonizing. It's tough when veterans die like that, and I know because I've seen so <laughs> many. It happened so many. <laughs> times. You know, vets who died like that. Paul Revere's grandson. He died in the Civil War. Paul Revere's son fought in the War of 1812. Really? And then Paul Revere three died in the Civil War. Is there any Paul Revere's left? Yeah, there's what a shit side? ton. Are there really? Yeah, Paul Revere had 16 children over the course of his lifetime, so he has descendants all over the women? place. Two. Damn. Eight with his first wife, eight with the second. Only two, Evens. Only two of his children, though. Only 11 of his children survived to adulthood, and only two lived longer than him. Damn. Really? Only two live longer than him? Yeah, he lived a long time. Damn. He I, could be wrong. I could be off on the two number. He was like pudgy but sexy, right? Yeah, Isn't he, looked, he, he the guy like, on the Sam Adams He looked Adams like ball? Jack Black. Oh, really? yeah? Yeah, people say the Sam Adams thing. I, I've been I've been told by Sam Adams people to stop saying that, that that's not true. Why? Really? It's just one of those rumors. Yeah. It's not Paul Revere. Or it is Paul Revere on the no, Sam Adams logo. That's what they say. It's not true. That's Who not. Who do they Paul. say it is? It's just a. It's just Sam Adams, but not as ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What was considered handsome at this time? Uh, Crispus Attucks. No, no facial hair. Didn't have facial hair was out of style. Really long hair. But Mass, fake massively, long hair, right? massively overweight was where it was really very hot. So they loved calves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my Deepak Chopra moment. I thought it was interesting to see like Benedict Arnold as like not the pun, not the finish of a joke. You know, humanized. Yeah, yeah, humanizing Benedict Arnold. He gets totally fucked in life. Yeah. You know, he chooses the wrong side, and then he ends up like. Being with a woman who was in love with a person that everybody in England loved. Yeah, that's the other thing I forgot to talk about in the show is yeah. that this Andre guy, everybody, whenever they see him, they just want to talk about Andre, who was apparently his friend. Yes. Who and everybody loved Andre. fucking his wife. Yeah. So it's like kind of sad. Benedict Arnold did not have an easy go of it. I have actually a lot of sympathy for him, even though he was a loyalist. And he had a really small penis. So he played did he really? The, he played the game of flats. They <laughs> did say that, didn't they? No, I don't think so, did they? I think a small they, penis? Yeah, they said something. How would they say it's a small penis? George saw it when they were watering the plants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, water! Yeah, water! That's like also the Deepak Chopra's like George seems like a really silly guy to be running. Chism. A <laughs> so George the Third is your Deepak Chopra moment. The silliness of George the Third. Yes, mine yes. was the environment. Yeah, and mine was the letter. Okay, let's, well, let's do a do role, role play. play. What should we do for a scene here? Um, uh, I'll, be, I'll be a guy on the corner dressed as an American revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Benjamin Franklin. Uh, who are you going to be, Zach? Who am I going to be? Is this is this pause because you're thinking of something great or is the heat getting to you? No, no. It's not the heat. <laughs> it was just a blankness. Uh, <laughs> I want to be Milton Berle. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> no, no, no. Then I'll be George Washington. Okay, you're George well, Washington. Uh, why don't you be the guy on the street? All right, I'll be George. George Washington. Or King George. Or I'll be Milton Berle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're Milton Milton Berle, guy in the street, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, good sir there. I see that you are falling on hard times. It's very hard times for us. No hard times with George. He's impotent. My word, sir. My word, sir. <laughs> this guy can't get it up. Who the he's fuck up on are you? I huh? thought you were what, this young man. He's just a man who fought in the war in the revolution. Yeah, I, I, I'm, hey, not, I'm not hey, George Washington. Hey, I've seen your portraits. You know Gilbert Stewart, the this official. This is bad improv. You know you're doing. Gilbert Stewart, the <laughs> official painter of George yes, Washington. Yes, he's buried in the central ga- burying ground. Gilbert Stewart always gave you very rosy cheeks. That's because none of the blood was in your penis because you're impotent. Hi, whoa. Uh, this young man who is just a random Revolutionary War soldier. Oh, I thought you were impotent. George Washington. No, you We've fool. said that several times. Oh, but you know what? Not. I wasn't listening. You know what? <laughs> I got a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, your matter of dress is very different than everyone else. Yes. Why are you here in 1837? 1837? What the hell? I probably shouldn't My time machine was bad. <laughs> I thought I was going to 1775. Oh, what oh. are we going to do there? It's a little roast George for being impotent. <laughs> 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 well, I'm sorry to tell you that our... Dear beloved George Washington he's, he's, has succumbed to to uh, uh, overblooding by his doctor. Overblooding? What? He was trying a little Viagra or something? <laughs> <that? laughs> Mister Burrow, may I see your large penis? Yes. Sure, I'll take out just enough to win. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! I invented this—a ring that goes fits around the penis. Yeah, put it around. Put it there. on. A ring? I'm gonna need a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you need money? I have money for you. I yes, I fought in um the American Revolution. Really? Who yes. was the commanding officer? Uh R- Reginald Van Steen. Reginald who? 
<laughs> bouncy. He sounds Dutch. <laughs> uh, Jew, actually. He was a Jewish. <laughs> you were under a Jewish commander during the War for Independence. <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm Milton Berle. I'm a bit of a, a, a history buff. There were Jews. They were mostly down south, the Mendoza yeah. family, and they were slaveholders, to be honest. There was a South Carolinian Jewish Is that why you've come back to this time, mm-hmm. to revel in the time of slavery, Mr. Burrow? Oh, I forget. Am I Jewish? I don't really remember <laughs> that about <laughs> my roots. <laughs> that might affect how I play this. <laughs> uh, no, well, yeah, no, that's who I thought I, I want to enlist you, Mr. Burrow, in my newest experiment, my lightning experiment. Let me just tie this knot around your penis here. <laughs> We're going to fly this kite. Oh, looks like a hell of a storm is brewing up. <laughs> oh, a lightning strike. Pow, pow, pow. Diverting electricity <laughs> right in your penis. Hey, feels pretty good. Oh, oh wow. wow. What a demure and <laughs> small reaction. I thought that would get a huge reaction. Lightning striking your penis directly. Uh, yeah. Well, when you're a guy like me, so the penis is so big. Milton, you know? how much money can you give me? How for much the money you know, because I'm on hard times and the VA's been fucking me. I give you about a buck fifty. Okay, oh, thank you. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Franklin? You have a lot from your experiments in Dutch whores. I'm going to will you my entire state, young That's man. That's very sweet. Those who have fought for our country are the most valued uh, members of our society, and I'll give you everything I, I have as long as you lick my anus. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> what a what a exotic feeling. <laughs> Did the Fred Tradies do this? Ooh, this is like playing the game of craps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pooping into your face. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I didn't serve. Stab! Ah! <laughs> Stab you, Milton. Ah! <laughs> All right. What do you give the show? Uh, I gave this show a 7.5. It was a lot of fun watching these guys dressed up like this and letters sound fun. I give this show a 10 because it it didn't sugarcoat the revolution. It it gave all the the blemishes and all the glory. I give it a 3 because I didn't get who was fighting for who. I'm what's called attack one. I'm what's called attack one. I go out on missions. Good night, everybody. (laughs)